You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. 2016 season has been over for a few months now, but it's time, now that the year is over, it's time to look back on the year that was. Talk about the Colorado Rockies with Thomas Harding. I'm Allison Federer. Thomas, um, I think that the Rockies made great strides in 2016. Obviously not a playoff team, but looked more like one than they've had in the past several years. What stands out to you as some positive steps that this team took in 2016? Yeah, when you're talking about a 75 and 87, it's easy just to say, oh, not much happened. But gosh, a lot happened in that season. Um, Nolan Arenado became more of a superstar than he had been. I mean, I really liked what he did offensively and defensively. Uh, The fact that he cut down on strikeouts, that was a criticism of him. It seems like he's the type of guy that uh, no matter matter what uh, deficiency he may have or area that he's not at the top of his game in, he's going to find a way to get better. Um, The story of Trevor's story, (laughs) how many times can we say story in the same sentence? Uh, (laughs) Coming in as the shortstop, but he gets hurt toward the end of the year. Um, He's doing much better now. I've uh, talked to the Rockies, actually talked to him a little bit in Arizona. The hand, the, the thumb is healed and he's already hitting. And I think the thing that makes people more excited about the Rockies than maybe in the past is starting pitching and showing some promise there. Whether it's John Gray with his impressive fastball and the ability to strikeouts, or Chad Dennis, who pitched very well for them, very heady performer, Tyler Anderson, a rookie, and of course Tyler Chatwood, who had really the best road performance of any pitcher in the major league last season. When you see that happening, you're saying, hey, uh, the Rockies are moving forward. Now they've got to fix that bullpen. Yeah, no, they, um, that's like the one, well, that's an area that a lot of teams um, struggle with. But I think one of the more important things also is just when the pitchers start having some success, then they sort of feel like they can get this done. And it seemed like a cohesive unit and probably the fact that they're all kind of growing up together. That there's, it seems to be a little bit of shift in attitude when it comes to what the Rockies can do at home and that they don't need to be freaked out about their ballpark, but just that, hey, we're developing young talent and it seems to be working. And that's seems to have a kind of a positive effect on everybody. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, if you look back a few years ago when they had Aaron Cook and Jeff Spencer and all of the menace, they had that type of pitching staff. And I think now what they what they figured out is that that works better. They've really had a hard time going out and getting free agent type pitchers. Maybe there have been a few undervalued guys that picked up in trades, but for the most part, the guys that do well here are the guys who basically enter pro ball as Rockies, or in the case of Tyler Chatwood, he had begun his career with the Angels, but really he cut his teeth with the Rockies. And what they're trying to do, and if you look at some of the trades, whether it was the Troy Tulowitzki trade or the or the um, trade that, that was Tampa Bay that sent Corey Dickerson, they're trying to get as many of those young guys as possible to where if somebody gets hurt or if somebody struggles, there's someone coming up behind them. So it, it's good to have that uh, homegrown pitching group, but you've got to keep building that and keep building it and keep building it. Yeah, and it's it's weird because we talk about all these uh, positives and a lot of optimism coming out of the season, yet their manager resigned, or however you want to call this, um, this parting of ways uh, for Walt Weiss to um, have not wanted to continue on 
or maybe they didn't want him to continue on. Maybe it was just a you know mutual decision. But it is kind of strange, right, that that, that kind of happened and and what I see is like a team with momentum. Yeah, yeah, it, it is strange. By the way, that phrase "parting of ways" doesn't <laughs> sound like it should have been in one of those um, introspective '70s love songs. We're all in touch with our feelings. We didn't break up. I didn't tell you to leave. We just had a parting of ways. Um, <laughs> It, it well, is with, a the, little bit, with the amount of time that these people spend with each other, it is more of like a, a relationship, you know, that you do spend more time with these people in baseball than you do with the actual people you want to be with. So that's probably very, that's probably very apropos. Yeah, it is. And when you look at it, it all goes back to, for me, um, Walt Weiss was the manager when Jeff Breidich was hired as the general manager. And for some reason, they really didn't mesh. I mean, so Jeff Breidich had a chance to hire a manager, and it is Bud Black. Walt Weiss, when you look at what he did with his team, um, being very patient with young pitching, um, understanding what's what's working and what isn't working, um, watching a guy like a Nolan Arenado develop into a star and DJ LeMayhew and Charlie Blackman, I can't fault what he did with his team. I mean, uh, for a couple of years they had starting pitching that just simply didn't get it done. And then last year, uh, all the bullpen options fell apart on him. So it's not as if he managed this team poorly. And if you look at um, Jeff Breidich, some of the moves that he's made to help build that organization out, the lifeblood is the scouting and player development. But the Tulowitzki trade and Dickerson trade, they did give them more pitching depth. And so these are two guys who did their job, but it just didn't seem like they could do their jobs together. So that's why we have a managerial change. I mean, it's like I say, it's not like there was just a total failure because this thing was heading in the right direction under Walt Weiss. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.